welcome to the Poem of the Week. Each week, our poems are intended to help you practice the best, most current medicine by alerting you to studies that could change your practice. As usual, our host this week is National Public Radio's Dr. Michael Wilkes and Essential Evidence Senior Editor Dr. Mark Abel. Gentlemen. Hey, Mark. Hello, Mike. We are going to talk about your knees again. Patients with knee osteoarthritis fall into different categories that uh, need to be treated differently depending uh, on the extent of disease. Mild uh, knee osteoarthritis, you know, we can use non-pharmacologic therapies alone. We can focus on education and exercise and weight management or a combination of any of these things. As we move up into moderate and severe knee uh, osteoarthritis, uh, it requires more interventions, starting with sort of NSAIDs, uh, if they're tolerated, and then intraarticular glucocorticoid injections, uh, duloxetine physical therapy, and perhaps ending up on a, a surgical uh, table. M- most of us uh, stick a needle into a knee for only three reasons. One, to aspirate fluid, arthrocentesis, or for the diagnosis or, or relief of pressure. And lastly, to inject something, uh, usually uh, medications. In practical terms, most of these injections into joints consist of a glucocorticoid, a local anesthetic, or perhaps a combination of the two. There is also the option of intramuscular gluteal injections, which offer a reduced risk of complications like infections and things. You found a poem. It was published in JAMA 2022. It's an electronic version, so I'm not going to offer the page number, but it attempts to answer the question, is intramuscular glucocorticoid injection non-inferior to an intra-articular glucocorticoid injection when the outcome is to reduce knee pain in adults who specifically have been diagnosed with knee osteoarthritis? Very interesting thing, Mark. I have to tell you, I was not aware of this. What did they find? Yeah, there have been a number of studies looking at um, you know, intraarticular versus sham injections or just injection of a um, you know, saline. But comparing it to IM, there haven't been very many of these studies. So it's good to see a little bit more data. So yeah, they found 145 adults, 45 and older with knee osteoarthritis. Uh, they had to be there for at least three months, had to be at least moderate to severe over the past week, which was at least three on a scale of zero to 10, where 10 is the worst. Um, the participants ra- were randomized to either an IM injection of 40 milligrams of triamcinolone in the gluteal region, so far away from the knee, um, and then uh, or the same dose given as an intraarticular injection in the index knee. Uh, they self-reported the severity of pain at 2, 4, 8, 12, and 24 weeks using a 100-point knee pain scoring tool. Uh, the people who developed that tool said, Nine points is the minimal difference that's clinically important. These researchers use seven, you know, a bit of a quibble with that. So it's not horribly different, but um, they had per protocol data for almost all participants, about 95% at 24 weeks. And basically they could not declare non-inferiority at four weeks. So they said maybe possibly the uh, intraarticular was a little better than the IM injection at four weeks. On the other hand, the IM injection was non-inferior to the intraarticular at 8 and 24 weeks. Uh, There were lots of secondary outcomes, and kind of the bottom line when you look at them was the IM was most effective at 8 weeks, the intraarticular was most effective at 4 weeks, and no other big differences at any other time point. So bottom line, if you want to be feeling better 
at eight weeks, but not four weeks, do it intramuscular. If you want to be feeling better at four weeks and not eight weeks, do it intraarticular. And, and I'll add the Cochrane collaboration has reviewed these data and what they found was very similar and makes sense if you think about how steroids might work floating around in the knee joint. They work seem to work quite well at two to four weeks and then a little or not at all at eight, 12 and beyond. Um, whereas an IM injection that's absorbed systemically may have a, a longer term benefit maybe that goes beyond those four weeks. So mm. Um, I think there's, you know, there's still a question of what to do. I think for me, the major role of this kind of an injection is for somebody who has a trip coming up, uh, wants to be particularly active and knows they're going to be doing a lot of walking for the next week or two because they're going to be traveling, you know, maybe an injection a few days before they leave that might uh, help them to be more mobile. I don't think it's a great long-term strategy. You're basically buying a good month every four months. And if we're really at that point, then I think people ought to be considering, frankly, knee replacement, which does yeah. work. How often can you do this, do you think? Most folks say no more than every three months, uh, maybe every four months, every three to four months as usual. Mm -hmm. And there have been concerning you know, findings on some studies that uh, there have been decreases in the cartilage thickness, you know, a disease-oriented endpoint surrogate mm -hmm. measure in the steroid group compared with the saline group. Right. And unfortunately, and this is an aside, platelet-rich plasma doesn't seem to work. We haven't really found any studies. We just reviewed the literature on that in a course we gave for the Indiana Academy. And just uh, platelet-rich plasma is a good business model, but not a great uh, <laughs> medical right. treatment model. Uh, we've done poems on that in the past. Um, one last question just about systemic effects. One could at least hypothesize that if you're injecting something into a big muscle, that you may end up with, with more derangements if you're diabetic or whatever than if you're uh, injecting into a local uh, confined spot. Uh, any evidence for that? Yeah, that wasn't addressed in this study, but yeah, that would make sense, at least as a potential problem. I think that's a great point. Thanks, Mark. We'll talk with you again in a week. Looking forward to it. Thanks. Well, that's this week's poem. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to read this and other recent poems, please go to www.essentialevidence.com. And please join us again next week for another medical poem. 